Um, a very little in terms of an intro for this one, but it's all about a dog, isn't it? So, who let the pods out? Who, 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 who let the pods out? Who, 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 who? Well, we know who let the pods out. It's us because it's the stupid, sexy podcast. We. Welcome back, season fourteen, episode nineteen, Old Yeller Belly. We are back for yet more joyous watching of late season Simpsons because someone's got to do it, and why shouldn't it be us? Am I right? Am I right? Well, you're on my screen. You're to my left, so yes, yes, you're you're on your right. Thanks for undermining me. Great, Cheers. thanks for that. <laughs> Glad I gave up my Friday night for this. Over, so of course, as always, you've got your two hosts over there. She's wearing. Leopard print, and they know we know what they say about leopard print. Am I right, ladies? It's Heather Anderson. A leopard never changes its spots. <laughs> and over, over there, very confused about what's just happened. It's Alan Irwin. Yes, it is indeed. So, I think we are ready, Heather. Will we do season 14, episode 19, Old Yaller Polly? Would you like to hear my synopsis that I prepared earlier. As someone who's never seen this episode before, that would be great. Okay, here we go. Season 14, episode 19, Old Yeller Belly. A fire in Bart's treehouse caused by poor wiring installed by Amish electricians leads to Homer disowning Santa's little helper and idolising Snowball too. The Simpsons' banished dog ends up being recruited by Duff as his new advertising star and becomes an overnight sensation. This quickly changes Homer's tune, but a figure from the hound's past returns to upset the apple cart and the Simpsons are left with no choice but to fight to win Santa's little helper back with a little bit of help from Duff Man. Oh yeah. I uh, love your use of rattle the apple cart. Upset the apple cart, that's what you said. Well, I feel like if... <laughs> oh, if, yeah, <laughs> that's what I said. Oh, yeah. So, um, what do you think? I thought it was okay. Yeah, I thought it was okay. I wouldn't yeah. have said it blew me away, it's, but I thought it was a decent episode. I feel like I've gotten over my... The stupid oily Homer is... That episode is great, because I think it's been, you know... We've had some highs, lows, we're in a creamy middle. You've had a few creamy middles. I mean, you were a big fan of last week's episode, which I yeah. very much not. I'm in, a, I'm, in a, I'm in a good place this week. Okay, so let's get it. Now, I think this is possibly the first time in the entire season that we get the full credits at the start. Yes, it is. I don't think everything's had, you know, for three quarters of it and all, which means we do get a chalk gag, which was my pen is not a booger launcher. That was fine. Uh, yeah. I mean, I thought that was kind of like, do you know what? Just it could have done without it. At this point, we're used to it. If you're going to yeah, bring it back, bring it back with a with a boom, with a bing bang boom. Don't look at me Thanks. like you didn't know that was a bomb noise. Boom. <laughs> That's the spookiest bomb I've ever heard. Boom. Well, for, some, for somebody who grew up in Northern Ireland, you appear to have no concept of what a bomb sounds like. I'm a post troubles baby, Alan. But you're not. I was a child, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the couch gag is one that's reused from earlier seasons the New York skyscraper you know the Simpsons yeah. which I, I quite like that one anyway but it's not funny it's yeah, just you know just a nice one that's a reference so we open with Homer going out into the garden and taking Maggie out of a trash can not to yuck anyone's yums but some people would put a baby in a trash can not me personally but allegedly prom night dumpster baby yeah do you remember the prom night dumpster baby yeah. song I, my favourite part that was swings them swinging the yeah. yeah. From that dumpster baby. What's that next thing? I, I got, got no mom and dad. dad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anyone. <laughs> From that dumpster baby. My story isn't long, but boy, it's awfully sad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Do you know, I, I really don't watch it at all anymore, but I I remember like season two to about five of Family Guy is... Yeah, oh, it's amazing. Just, oh. So uh, we cut up to the treehouse and there's a sign on the door that says The Hole in the Underwear Gang. And we go into sort of like a little rascals parody, yes, basically. Yes, but also... E-man, woman, hate my club. first note that I have is, uh, you know that little song that they sing? Mm-hmm. When they say, hit her in, the, the note just says, hit her in the bean... Ooh, painful. Do you think they mean that? No, they don't. I think they mean her head or something. Someone would say the clitoris is the head of the vagina. I suppose in a way it is. It's it's like the most sensitive part. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that, in that case, would that mean it's the big toe? Because I've stubbed my head and I've stubbed my big toe. And my yeah, big but not even physically. Like, you know, your brain's just very sensitive. Oh, I suppose it is just sloshing around in there. I know that really freaks me out. There's like a big bowl of soup with your brain in it. Do you know your head is apparently five, like at least five kilograms in weight? Jesus. Yeah. What the fuck's mine? Mine's just 4.5. That's just like salt water or something. Whatever's keeping that in there. So sorry, right. So we, we cut the whole in the underwear gang. It's like a... A little rascals parody, mm-hmm. which is fine. Why are Martin and that other nerd whose name I don't know there? Like, where's like Wendell and you know, yeah, Lewis? And I was also kind of confused about Nelson being there to begin with because like they're not friends. Because there, there's been there's been episodes in the past where it's been like you know whenever like Nelson and Lisa start dating and where mm-hmm. it's like why is he in her house? Yep, you know he makes him shoot you know. bird. Friends don't make friends shoot birds. That's right, actually, you're right. So, yeah, it's a weird mix of people. Like, they're yeah. not a group of mates. So they, they use a periscope, have a look around. They see comic book guy going to the dry cleaners with mm-hmm. our old friend, Raphael. And he says that the Riddler tore his pants. He's like, no, your ass did that. And he goes, that's what I call my ass. <laughs> that's very funny. So his ass is called the Riddler. So then they decide the Lisa and the girls are having a tea party. Um, so they use, like, the old can on a string. Yeah. To, like, and listen in. I also loved whenever Bart was like, I don't know what they're doing, but I assume they're plotting against me. I, doesn't he say, uh, if I understand women, and I do... Yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, you're about to get a rude awakening. Yeah, I was kind of like, do you know what? That is exactly how I feel when I pass like a group of teens in the street. <laughs> I'm like, oh, they're going to egg me or something. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Just for being alive. The girls spot. What, what, what is it? Bart, Bart puts on an impression of Marge and goes, like, Lisa, your butt's too big or yeah. something. <laughs> and so then the girls see the, the string with the camera. And then the girls are really fucking strong because they pull the string. Also, that string is incredibly strong. Yeah. They pull it for a few minutes and then the fucking treehouse falls apart. Yeah, I actually have, like, most of my notes are just about this opening. But whenever I find it also funny, whenever Millhouse was like, no one told me there would be pulling, which is very much like dating <laughs> when you're yeah. almost 30. <laughs> <laughs> I never had a treehouse, did you? They, they kind of scare me. No. The, the, first of all, unless you had parents who loved you. Did your parents not love you? <laughs> No, you know what? Once you were like, I'm going to build you a treehouse, mm-hmm. as in out of love, but then also kind of out of hatred because they're like, you'll get have to get a, like a tetanus at some point. The old tetanus. The old tetanus aroo. Like treehouses are fucking expensive. Like I remember looking them up, and there were ones like I remember there being like a full section of like treehouses in the outdoor section of Argus, and they're fucking expensive. And that was like the '90s. Never mind now. There's no trees anymore. Yeah, cut them all down. <laughs> I. I know people who had like I suppose it was it's like a treehouse, but there was no tree. Like you maybe climbed up; it was all wooden. You know, you climbed up a oh, ladder. Oh yeah, and like, like those wee ones that were like a wee platform. Yeah. yeah, but I never knew anybody that like built in a, in a no. tree. I think that's a very only, American thing. The only treehouse that I ever knew of was whenever I first moved to Carrick from Isla McGee. Ooh, um, oof, Jesus, that's a that's a solid three mile down the road. 
could you still could you could you still speak the language and all? It took a while to get used to, but I think yeah, I I'm landed sure it did, in yeah. quite well. Um, there was a big field near where I lived with uh, a couple of horses in it, but there was a massive big like oak tree in the middle of it, and a couple of people like years beforehand had built a mass like a big tree hut in it. But then it just became like all of the teens would just be like, "Ah, eh, it's good as tree hut." That's where you do drugs. Yeah, there was or a piss bucket in it, which was really weird, um, and I never went back after that because. I'm allergic to horses. And they'd come over and like nose you and stuff and I'd be like, my my throat, I need it to be open. <laughs> so um, Homer, so the, the tree house is destroyed. It's in pieces. And Homer says, right, I'll build you a tree house that's so big it's an affront to God. Mm-hmm. And then Bart's like, can I have a ladder that you can pull up? And he goes, only if it's an affront to God. So he goes and he, you think that he's taking Bart to the forest to cut down some trees, but he actually goes to the railroad tracks and starts removing wood from the from yeah. the tracks. He says, don't worry, this train track hasn't been used in years. But then a train comes along and does like an A-team flip. Yeah, which I was kind of like, you're being very nonchalant about involving your child in mass murder. It's true. Well, nobody died. They landed the right way around. I mean, it's still a better service than you typically get from TransLink. I mean, this is fair. So then they decide, well, Mars decides, let's get the professionals in. So she contacts the Amish. They do, Apparently um, they do know a lot about wood, as this cartoon would lead you to believe. Certainly. And cartoons are accurate. I did like the buggy mobile that they yeah. take to get there. And I also enjoyed that the Amish were fully dressed in the hot tub. Wait. Hot tubs are electric. You're right. Maybe it's a natural hot spring. Maybe someone's farting. Okay, I don't know about your farts. I mean, I don't eat as many vegetables as you, but like, how intense are your farts? Well, if everybody took it in turns. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, we also get a, a nice reference to the Mennonites. You never really hear about the Mennonites. We don't really have them here. No. We've, we've got Mormons and we've got Judas. Or not Judas. We've got Judas. Uh, we've got Mormons. <laughs> we have Judas. <laughs> that 30 pieces of silver, he's dined out enough for millennia um no we've got uh, jehovah's witnesses do you remember as well whenever they uh they build the pool and the there's the amish guy going tis a fine barn but short yes. is no pool english do with so they open uh, the grand opening of this amazing tree house which it's like a big party there's like spotlights and all half the towns invited and i thought the homer ice sculpture was excellent i fucking love big ice and I saw that ice sculpture and I went, do you know what? I love big ice. You're, you're just a puppet of big ice. I love big ice. You have, a, you have an ice cube that's smaller than my head? Get fucked, buddy. I don't want it. I don't melt in minutes. Big ice is, is vanilla ice's da. Hey, it's my pa. Big ice. <laughs> Papa ice. He would win in a fight. Papa ice or Papa Roach. Put my life into ice cubes. I sell all of my ice. <laughs> don't. So everybody starts arriving, and then they ask, they're like, this is great. Who did the wiring? He's go- and Homer says, the Amish. I mean, who knows more about electricity than the Amish? <laughs> and then, of course, immediately there's an electrical fire. Yes. So everybody escapes down the ladder, but the ice sculpture falls on Homer, and he wants the dog to help him, but the dog's scared and runs away. And he goes, hey, come back. I'm your pal. I took you for a walk once. And then so Snowball 2 turns up and rescues Homer. And gets to be the hero they are. And Homer is absolutely over the moon. Like he's never thought, he, what did he say? That the cats are for weirdos who live in apartments. Mm-hmm. Um, but he actually likes the cat. Do you know what? I, uh, I love a good pro-cat piece. The last the last good rap that a cat character got in a cartoon was that one good old cat in 101 Dalmatians, the cartoon, when he was all, I'm going to help fire this, They get this horse to fire like a machine gun. And yes, 
that was the last good cat thing that we ever had and wait till I get that I have to say I've seen that film and that description was so bad that I have literally no fucking idea what you're talking about maybe someone didn't play close close attention to the text it's a film let me be wait (laughs) 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 oh for fuck's sake okay fair enough I'm I'm all for the pro cat thing but it becomes very anti-dog because poor Santos L. Halper, like he is an outcast. Homer is, loves the cat so much he brings it to Moe's with him and the dog tries to come in and Moe chases it out. And Moe gives him Kahlua cream? That's right. And then Moe eats his dinner with the cat on the plate. That's he goes, I'll just eat around you. Like 100% how I am with my cats. I mean, they don't, they don't sit in my dinner, but like as a, you know... An extreme example, just no, no, don't get up. You tally Roger. So the cat is a is a big hit, and Homer brings it to the restaurant, and we find out the Italian chef doesn't like Garfield because he gives Snowball the uh, the lasagna. And he's like, like, like the cat from the that's not so funny. Yeah. <laughs> we also see Homer being interviewed by Camp Brockman, and Homer says, you know, that he he doesn't. I have no dog, which becomes important later. Remember that. And Camp Brockman says strong words. Strong words from a strange man. So Bart and Lisa love Santos L. Halper. So they decide to show him how to be brave. So they show him footage of Rin Tin Tin, who apparently was the first openly gay dog in Hollywood. Queer icon, Rin Tin Tin. Uh, and we get to see uh, him bite Hitler right in his axis. And so then we have Homer outside eating a burger. And he's oh, like... Oh, wait, no, you missed a good what? part where Santa's little... Go ahead, go back, go back. He's trying to be brave and then the mailman comes, but he's just grown a new moustache and it's a Hitler right. moustache. So he just attacks him. And he's like, oh, grow a moustache, she says. You'll look handsome, she says. <laughs> That's right. Because That's right. <laughs> he, like, he like throws the mail in with his right hand and all. <laughs> he's like, yeah, mail! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Um, so Homer's eating a burger outside on the hammock and he decides that he, it needs beer um, so he puts the burger down and then Santa's little helper just comes over and eats it and I know the pain of that today fucking today of all days my dog tried to eat my lunch oh what did you have for lunch I was just having a wee chicken sandwich we had chicken we had a roast dinner the other night there was some leftover chicken so I was like I'm going to have a really good chicken sandwich I sat it down on the armchair and then went into the cupboard to get a packet of crisps to have with my... And while my back was turned, I turned around and his tongue was out a mere <gasps> millimetre from my sandwich. Oh, my goodness. I had to chase him away. We fucker. See, that's the good thing about my cats. They, for some reason, they just don't like people food. So they'll that's come great. over and they'll be like, can I sniff? And if you hold out like a wee bit, they'll be like, this, no, sorry. <laughs> like, they'll sort of back away as if to be like, sorry, sorry, did bother you. I just... Was interested that not nope not for me. <laughs> Dog is kept outside on the choke chain, um, and then he gets a tin of beer and like balances it on his nose and drinks it. And a passing photojournalist, I believe is the term, goes, "Wow, this kind of shot is once in a lifetime." And then the can falls before he can take a photo, and he goes, "Once in a lifetime," and puts it up again. Yeah. And then they get a headline. We cut to HK Duff, who has seen this and is like, "This is brilliant. This can be the new Duff mascot because Duffman is a disgrace to the unitard." But, 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 when we see Duffman on the couch, his belly is out. Now, True. a unitard is a one piece. So how is his belly out if it's a unitard? Well, I don't know. I was know. very upset by that. Hmm. Actually, yeah, there's not really any way to defend that. That's just blatant. I can't I can't do it. And you know that I love to disagree. You really do. They decide, right, let's go and get Santa's little helper to be the, the uh the new mascot. What is it they call him? 
Sons McDuff, and they offer loads of money. And Homer has a fantasy where he imagines he's on a private jet, and he's like, "Oh, well, you know, I, I think I'll tell the pilot to fly wherever." And he goes in, and the pilot isn't there, and he screams because he's like, "I'm going to die." And then he he cuts back to him, and he thinks that's a great fantasy. <laughs> So Sons McDuff is the new mascot. So then we go to, they're sitting down watching the TV. Krusty gets bitten by a snake. So they go to commercial and we see the Sons McDuff advert, mm-hmm. which I really enjoyed the bit. So it's in space and the big beer bottle spaceship comes in and locks in. Yeah. That was very satisfying. And uh, Sadazel Haber comes in with loads of sexy women. And then there's a power up lever that he pulls and it goes party down. Um, and then they all dance. And Lisa quite rightly asks, why does the dog have human girlfriends? Yeah, I mean... And then Marge says, people do crazy things in ads, like eat at Arby's. <laughs> Get a Marge. Oh, so they're having a great time, but then out of nowhere arrives uh, Santa's little helper's previous owner that, you know, disowned him in the very first episode. Now, yes. Is that the same guy? Yeah, it is. I think he does look the same. Yeah, it's the same guy. I think same guy, different voice, maybe. But right. I've been wrong yeah, before. but it, it definitely is the same look that happened. Mm. And the, yeah. So he takes Santa's little helper away because, as I said earlier, this would be important. Homer said, I have no dog. And that gives means that he has no legal ownership anymore. I mean, I don't know if that really stands up. I let's think just, that's bullshit. Yeah, the, yeah, but for the purposes of the show. Um, so Bart is very upset. He cries. That's his best friend gone. I'm sure Milhouse is very upset to hear that. He's now the properest guy. He's going to be worked to death, basically. All Suds is going to be worked to death. Do you know, until this episode, I didn't know Snowball 2 was a boy. Really? I always thought it was a girl. Fair. All dogs are boys and all cats are girls. So I've always said that. So we get to see um, some of the stuff that Suds McDuff is up to. Like, uh, So he's on Regis and Kathy Lee, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Or it might, it might be Regis and uh, Kelly by that point. I think it is Kelly. The, I have to say the Regis Philbin impression is excellent. Very, very good. It's very, very good. We get to see him on that Pyramid game show, which was very funny. Like him just barking. She's like, things your toothbrush would say. <laughs> Former first ladies. I, do you know we don't we never got that game show over here, but like it looks really fun. It looks really really fun. It's basically just um, the TV version of Articulate. Yes, it I is. love Articulate, and it's hosted by Donny Osmond. Yeah, it was. So they decide right they're going to have to get Santa Little Helper back. Homer says, "Look, he may be a card, but he, you know, show me a Simpson that isn't." And Lisa goes, "I'm not a card." And I really enjoyed Homer repeatedly trying to scare Lisa. Yeah. Blah, blah. <laughs> It was very you energy. Yes, we need a plan. What we could do is... It's extremely Alan Irwin energy from that, that man at that moment. Why? Because that's exactly something you would do. Someone was like, I'm not scared. You'd be like, how about now? <laughs> yeah, that's very true. I would. So they decide, right, what they need to do is get Duffman back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> so they go to the homeless shelter. And Gil's just leaving because they have a six months residency limit. He's like, I'm going to make a comeback. You watch out for old Gil. And he goes into a place where they take his eyes out for money. What anesthesia do you use? A mallet? Well, I'm having second thoughts. Bunk. Bunk. That made me laugh a lot. <sighs> so then they go in and Duffman has become like, he's like a mentor to these homeless guys. If I had, yeah, it's like he's like teaching them maths based on how much their alcohol blood level is. Yes, that's right. And so they are like, come on, you got to come back. And he's like, I can't do it. I Never again will I have, I can't remember exactly what he says, but he says something like, never again will I have the smooth, delicious taste of, and he becomes, like his voice yeah. goes back to the Duff he becomes, Man voice. He, like he goes from nerd to jock in 30 seconds. And also, yeah. can we appreciate that his name was Barry Duffman? <laughs> That's so funny. And then uh, one of the homeless guys is like, 
wait a minute, you really are Duff Man. Then I must really be Jesus. And then he jumps out the window. And then Duff Man puts his cap back on and his glasses and he's leaving. He goes, stay cool, hopeless drunks. Oh, yeah. The thought was there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So uh, the, 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 the Duff guys have got a load of Marines to come in. To crown Suds Macduff, King of Six Pakistan. I find that very, very funny. That was very the, funny. The punnery in this episode was perfect. So the plan is Homer's going to pretend to drown. Santa's little helper will be too scared to save him. And then Duffman will save him. And everybody will be like, Duffman's the man. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Big Barry's the guy we need. Oh, yeah. It's really hard not to do that. Everything you say about Duffman. Oh, yeah, um, you're right. <laughs> so uh, Homer is pretending to drown. And Santa's little helper, they're like, I know who can save him. The Santa's world's Duff. most brave dog. And then Santa's little helper goes in and puts one paw in the sea and then runs away. And then, <laughs> this is the best line of the whole episode, right? We cut to Principal Skinner and Agnes. Agnes goes, that dog is a coward and I know cowards. And he goes, mother, I served in Nam. Yeah, and you've been bitching about it for 30 years. <laughs> Get her, Agnes. Duffman turns up to see if Homer, and he's like, I must save this man. If he dies, never again will he taste the smooth. <laughs> <laughs> I must save this man, or never again will he taste Duff, Duff Light, or the new Duff Blue tap into the Peppermint Glacier. It sounds horrible. <laughs> Doesn't it? Peppermint beer. I also love while this is happening, Homer's gone, ah, now to relax and keep thrashing around like a seal. <laughs> Attracting a shark. Yes. And he's like, how did that? How did that beautiful topless lady survive? And Jaws think Duffman is also scared, really, because there's a shark now. Mm-hmm. But uh, Homer ends up there's a big giant tin of beer that the shark ends up biting into and getting hammered. And I've just written here, and I know you'll hate this. I always write these things. That I know you'll hate shark tank. More like shark tanked. <sighs> I thought you were going to go with Shark Tank, more like Shark Drank, um, which would have been my one, but yours is, is better, regrettably. Shark Tanked? Like drunk? I know, yours is better. So, all's well that ends well, because the dog is no longer a hero, and the, its previous owner's like, well, you're no use to me anymore, you might as well go with a loving family, he just wants rid of him. So they get the dog back. And then we cut home, and uh, Homer now loves the dog again and hates the cat for indeterminate reasons. They're like, he's like, that lousy cat. And they're like, it saved your life, Homer. What has he done for me lately? It's like, you stopped breathing the other night and he woke you up. And he's like, yeah, but he ate the last can of tuna. Dad, you ate the last can of tuna. <laughs> oh, everyone's against me. And then that's that. That's, that's the end of the, the episode. episode. What do you think? Yeah, I thought it was a solid episode. It's not amazing, but I thought it's, so it's a solid episode. I have to say... I thought Duffman was great in this. Yeah, and Normally it's nice. he would be a character who would tend to annoy me. Yeah, I think as well it was nice because, you know, I was complaining earlier about, well, earlier, like 15 episodes ago, um, <laughs> about how we've had a lot of episodes of this season about, like, characters who aren't the Simpsons family, but it's been, like, mm-hmm. the same characters over and over again. It was nice to have a good feature from someone who is, like, very rarely seen. I'm going to just die on the hill right now that I don't think we're going to see him much for the rest of this. I know this no. season's and pretty you know much what? over. Nor like, should we really. Yeah. So what are you going to do with Duffman? Yeah. Know? They've already had Duffman as thrusting in the direction of the problem, which is a great line. Tap into the peppermint glacier. Oh yeah. Good old Stay Barry. cool. Hopeless drunks. <laughs> 
Yeah, I liked it. I think the focus really was on him. Like, I think about it, I would say Marge had three lines in this whole episode. Like, there was very little of her. Um, and Lisa was only in it a bit. Yeah. But I really have no complaint. Like, I, I wouldn't, the problem really is just, I wouldn't have said it's hysterically funny, but there's nothing yeah. wrong with it. I mean, all. I think it had a good plot and stuff. Like, we've had episodes so far, like that fucking documentary one where I was like, wait, what? What story are we supposed to be following? <laughs> it's so, good, but it's not great. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't be rushing back to see it again, but at the same time, there's, as I said, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. I'd say it's one of the one of the better ones we've done. You think? Yeah. yeah okay. But I, don't, I don't think it's it's nothing to like write home about. Yeah, well, I think like certainly at the very least, it'll not be. I'm sure at the end of the season we'll do a bit of a you know best and worst mm-hmm. episodes, and it'll not be on the best, but it'll not be on the worst either. Yeah. It's, you know. So what would you give it out of five? I'm gonna say three and a half. That's what I have. I feel like three is like a definite. It's fine. I think it's a bit better than fine. Yeah, so three and a half, and I'm giving it three and a half. So that's a seven out of ten. I that's mean, pretty yeah. solid. Like, yeah, that's that's as that's as solid as the bulging muscles of the Duffman. Oh yeah, give us give us your best. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That was Al Pacino. <laughs> She's got a great ass. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's it then. Season 14, episode 19 is done. And uh, we're ready to move on to the next one, Heather. Because next week, we're going to rock it on to season 14, episode 20, which feels fucking mental. I know. Uh, Would you like a wee quick preview? Yeah, why not? Okay, so Homer loses his driver's license and Marge is forced to drive him around town. She grows positively furious when she starts having to chauffeur all of his friends too. Hopefully a bit more to it than that. Yeah. But we'll see. Well, see, I can tell you that it has appearances from Jane uh, Kasmarak again okay. as the judge and Steve Buscemi. My boy! And a wee bit of Jackson Brown as well. Nice. So that's going to be episode 20. And this has been episode 19. We're here every week, as you know. If uh, you want to say anything to us about anything, I mean, ideally about The Simpsons, but whatever, uh, you can email us, stupidsexypod at gmail.com. You can catch us on the Instagram or indeed on the Twitter we're, we're everywhere, Heather, isn't that right? We are social beings. And and what should they do if they like the pod? Rate us on Apple Pods. Yeah, or if, if you have, whatever your podcast app is, if it's got a review thing, leave us a one. review. It'd be nice. The best review of all is if you like the pod, tell a friend. And maybe they'll like it too, you know? Yeah. Spread the word, baby. We're going to be back next week, as I say. Until then, just look after yourselves. If you've got a wee pup or a wee cat, give them a little cuddle from your your best mates from the Stupid Sexy Pod. A little scratch. A little scratch. (laughs) Give their belly a wee rub on behalf of the Stupid Sexy Pod. And until next time, I've been Alan Irwin. I've been Heather Anderson. Send us pictures of your fucking pets. Yes, do. Well up for that. That's a great idea. Send them in. So until then, this has been the Stupid Sexy Podcast. Go enjoy your lives. Goodbye. Bye. Meow. Woof.